This episode of Hattrick Hockey is brought to you by Clarou and Son. It's their 25th year anniversary, and this guy is a total beaut. He loved my dad just as much as I do, and uh, I just want to make sure that uh, he gets the shout out. So remember, people, if you want your roof done, call, call Clarou and Son. And what is going on, everybody? It is episode number 58 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. If you like my shirt there, you can just go on any, any one of our links on any freaking post there. You can just click on the link. We'll bring you over to our store at Laser Art for some new merch. Yes, new merch coming out soon. So we'll be doing that. So look for that in the store. And this being episode number 58, Rob, it's the Chris Latang edition of Hat Trick Hockey. This man has played 16 years in the league, 863 games, 134 goals, 448 assists, 582 points. He's a plus 80 over his career. He's a world junior silver medalist. He's a two-time world junior gold medalist he's a three-time stanley cup champion he's played his whole career in pittsburgh and he's actually still currently in the league and one of the top guys in the league as well not too shabby <laughs> i'll bring in my boy rob rob what's going on that's the sound and music yeah. from geo yeah. heritage oh how's that one Boys got the boys got the locales now, thanks to our friends over there at GL Heritage. We love the locales. I think I think love they them. made them specifically just for us. And you know <laughs> what? I love I love the blondes. I'll never give up the blondes, but yeah. these have a little taste of the blonde to them. So yeah, I do like that. And uh, nice. nothing like a good head on a beer, right? Brandon Bazaar. <laughs> and it's actually like it's a pretty cool can too. Yeah. Like, I like, I like that. Colors. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, big shout out to Greg and all them over there. Beauty beer. Yeah, I think so, they made it specifically for us. So, Rob, how was your weekend, man? What did you do this weekend? Awesome. So, we went out uh, Friday night. Um, no Meg meeting. Canceled. A little disappointed in the boys. But, hey, you know, you, you live and learn. Yeah. Um, we got a big golf tournament coming up uh, Friday for for the Meg Meg boys. Um, we are. I ended up going over to uh, a buddy of mine. I haven't seen him in uh, so long, and uh, we just had a great time. had had a few beers with him, and then Misty and I went out to. Uh, oh, sorry, it was Clint DeRoy who I went and seen, mm. and uh, then we went out to uh, the Woodcraft and had some dinner. Um. I like always, the food there. Fantastic food there. But yeah. Saturday, uh, Nate, Nate's uh, cousin-in-law. So it's Amanda's cousin. Yeah. So it's his cousin-in-law or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know however you want to say it. But uh, went in and played in a golf tournament at Ambassador. And I lost more balls there <laughs> than I did at Wildwood. Oh, and I never wow. won in the water at um, Ambassador. Really? I hit him in the fucking fescue. And I'm telling you, you can't find a ball. I found every other ball. Oh, shit. Except mine. 
I shouldn't laugh because I'm way worse. You're way better golfer than I am. I shouldn't laugh at you. Bro, it was terrible. I, <laughs> and that, that course is tight. And if yeah. you don't hit it straight, you are fucked. Yeah, I see. I'd shoot like 400 on that course. But it was, I golfed with uh, Nate, Mike, and Sean Bro. And mm. fuck, we had a great day. It was awesome. Is Nate I still? Hey, does freaking Nate still stand all weird because he's got that yeah, monster he's, slice? Like he's, sitting, like he's hitting at the wrong uh, pin, the wrong green. <laughs> Only on his drives, though. Yeah, drives. I know his drive. I've ne- I've never seen anything like it, man. When the first time I ever golfed with him, and he stood like that, and I was like, "What?" And he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I, I thought almost, he, I I thought he was joking." His chest almost faces the fairway that he's hitting at. I know it's insane. Yeah, <laughs> but what what a blast! We had a blast. So all, t- all tuned up. So speak. Actually, I seen you guys playing bags and stuff, right? Yeah. 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 I we seen yeah. I of course well you guys bags. are gonna start we did a lot better at bags than we did at golf. <laughs> so were you guys a foursome? Like you were saying, twosome. right? You guys were a foursome. Uh, oh, twosome. So how did you golf as a twosome? Me and Nate uh shot a 94, and Mike Herback and Sean Bro shot a 80. Jesus. 89 or 80, 87 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something, something crazy. But Sean bro is a ridiculous golfer. Mike Herback. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> it's okay. He likes the show. He just doesn't listen to it. So I can say whatever I want about yeah. it. <laughs> but his boys hey. listen to the show. So they'll tell him. Oh, that's hilarious. Hey, um, yeah, dude, I was poolside all weekend. Tom and Marty's me, stuff and the kids. We were it was a beautiful weekend. So we just oh, freaking we just poolside whole weekend. It was great, man. It was great. Honestly, none of our like they didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. It was just poolside all weekend. <laughs> it was great. It was a great time. Um, so oh, speak- I, imagine, I imagine the kids slept very well, right? Eh? Oh yeah, drop like stones. <laughs> it's crazy. That's so awesome. Speaking of golf, we have the 73s thing coming up. Yeah. So September 25th. Okay. Yep. So September 25th, the boys will be out there at the 73s golf tournament. Who is on your squad? Rob will announce our final squads right now. I got Kenny Sylvester. (laughs) Who we golfed with last year. Yeah. So fun. uh, He's a great guy. We had a blast. Yeah, uh, we got Billy Lister, yeah. the uh, former uh, producer of our show. Yeah, and uh, Jordan Broman. Oh, Broman's with you guys, eh? Yeah. Nice. Whew. You guys Ooh, got a nice squad. So uh, it's going to be myself, uh, my boy. Well, you know Pat Bryant. Oh, it's going to be him. Big, big, big Pat. <laughs> so it's going to be him, my buddy. Uh, Chris fucking better. He's okay. Fairly decent. He's a boy. He I played lots of hockey with Chris. And Asim Iqbal from oh, cool. from and the Hound. So he's with us too. So that's my foursome. Awesome. Awesome. So it should be a good time. Bunch yep. of buttes. Both of these squads. We should we should try to actually get them lined up to where we can be like back to back on the course. 
Well, I'll talk to Joe, Garon, and uh, yeah, so that way we can like mess around if we're a little slow, right? We can all see each other, chirp each other, <laughs> whatever, yeah, but right? Doesn't it, doesn't it go? Isn't it? Is it just one foursome that goes, or two foursomes? At well. The same time? Like, let's just say, yeah, we would just want to be the group that goes after. We would just want to try to get our groups back to back. If we can't, it's okay. Yeah. Yep. But if we can, sure, it would yeah. be cool. Now, are we sponsoring a hole there too? I would like to, yes. Okay. So we will talk to Joe about that. Yes. Most definitely. I'll get a hold of them and uh, see what we got to do. Most definitely. So um, just to let everybody know too, I've been kind of working on some merch. We got some really cool shirts coming out, some new logos, some just new everything. There's a bunch of shit coming out. Uh, so we've been working on that. So we're going to start like once in a while, we might say like, Hey, we're here from this time to this time. And you can come out. It could be a bar. It could be a restaurant. It could be just anything. So we might be able to shoot out somewhere, see us, get some merch. And then this way, uh, and you can actually come out and like see us, like meet us too. So that would be kind of cool. Hang out, crush some GL heritages with us. Yeah. So we're going to do that. So we'll announce some dates and stuff, but we're definitely going to do that coming up. So look for us there. So hockey world's kind of slow, Rob, but there is a few things that you and I were kind of shooting the shit about off air that we were saying we should probably bring up on the show. Uh, one of the things that I noticed is Zach Hyman will play on the first line with Connor McDavid Why in Edmonton. <laughs> what do you, I think he's going to have a career year, <laughs> right? Like all he's got to do is go to the net. Well, I, I, I don't think that I, I think it's going to free uh, Connor up to go to the net mm. with Hyman going to get the puck in the corner. Like he did mm. for Matthews and Marner. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. Like, but I'm saying though, with Connor being so fast, right? He just got to go to the net. Yeah, I'm like, you know. So look, look for that, man. He's gonna be. I can. I'm honest. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing those two play together. It's gonna be nice. Yeah, that'll be good. What were you saying about Yager? So in 2011, Yager took over his dad's team. It was given given to him. I don't. I don't know. His dad owned it. Gave it to him. Whatever. So he. When he left the NHL, he went and played for it that that year that he retired from the NHL. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of sponsors jumped on board and said, you know, like, you're playing, like, we'll, we'll sponsor the team. Well, then when he was contemplating retirement, um, all these sponsors said that, that they'll pull out. So now it's kind of like they're holding the gun to his head and saying, Come on. fuck player, you're, or we're done with you. Which is really shitty. The guy's fucking almost what fifty. Yeah, like, I think he's forty nine. Yeah, he's like man. In, in he's played reality. a lot of hockey. But like, how shitty is that? The guy wants to retire and enjoy some of his life. But if he doesn't, then the my understanding from what I read uh, off a of Sportsnet is that if he retires, then uh, the team will have to fold. That's ridiculous. So it's all on him. It's all on him to take care of it, right? That's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, it's... Why, it's why wouldn't horrible. they stay on with him knowing that it's his team, though? Right, because people... Well, I don't know. Like, uh, even if he's... Yager's not, on the, Yager's not on the ice. Oh, because he's not on the ice. But if, if he, but if he's the owner of the team, he still has a hand in everything. Yeah. And it's associated with him and... and you know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
it's his it's his product yeah like you know what i mean like why would you not want to sponsor his product i don't get it some people are fucking yeah i i don't understand that's it crazy though man that is insane yeah like who it doesn't just make like, sense why you have to fucking hold this guy accountable, and if and if he doesn't do it, you're gonna you're gonna pull out. Now that kind of explains why he's been playing so long. So long, I guarantee you, he retired like when he left when he the left NHL. NHL. Yeah. That's brutal, you know man. I, mean? I I feel bad for him now. Fuck, guy just wants to retire and live his life, and he can't. Yeah, and I'm sure he's got money to, you know, but. It, who knows yeah but one like one is enough enough pardon me like one is enough enough right let the guy fucking retire like i'd like to know who these sponsors are and and, and just shithole you know like (laughs) yeah you're 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 holding a gun to this guy's head and saying either play or fucking we're gone yeah yeah but there, there there has to come a point in time where he's just just gonna say like enough's enough like i that is good fucking beer, bro. I know. I can't stop drinking mine. <laughs> and you know what? You know what's even better? The draft, like the the uh, and the mm. keg on top, mm. fantastic. Whenever when we went out there, we had a few. That, that, that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, awesome, Matthews. Yeah. Uh, apparently, when he was, um, you know, do, doing his uh, leading up to the training camp. Uh, practicing and all that stuff uh, felt a little something in his wrist well he ended up having to get surgery for it um, he's going to be out six weeks for rehab and uh, that means he comes back three days before Toronto plays in Montreal for like a preseason, the preseason game uh, that's what, okay. would, what would you do would you, would you hold him out I'd make sure he's listen he can come back at the start of the regular season and hop in and it's not gonna like he's gonna be skating he's gonna be shooting he's gonna be you know what i mean and it's like they said it was like six weeks minimum or something like that i just you know i think the surgery's already done so he's gotten the surgery did they say what like exactly what it was no 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 just that just he just had freaking surgery or whatever but you know what? If anybody can just hop in and play, like he's going to be one of those guys that can hop in and play, well, right? Sure. So it's, he'll be able to skate and everything. He's going to skate. And, what I'm thinking is he was dragging and sniping, fucking shooting like that with his bad wrist. What's he going to be like with a good wrist? I don't know. <laughs> like, like his Do something in the playoffs. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> his snapshot is disgusting. Like that little drag and yep. he just lets her fly. That's gross. And everybody knows it's coming and he still scores on it. Like that's what it what freaking amazes me. He has probably the best release in the NHL, I'd say. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd probably say that too. So that being said, should we flip over to our interview? Yeah, sure. We should release this one. Yeah. We got one of the uh one of the alum on with us. Absolute beauty, this guy. He was a good time. We were all laughing the whole, the whole, the whole time he was on with us. We all laughed. Uh, he was a good time. So everybody enjoy Mr. Sean McCabe. Roll it. Delta. Woo! 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 
Well, Essex, this next cat on here with us played 148 games here in town for the threes, racked up 39 goals, 89 assists, 128 points, 564 penalty minutes. Let's welcome to the show, Sean McCabe. Sean, what's going on, buddy? Well, not too much. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. How's everything going, man? So you just dropped off your, uh, you just dropped off your son, you said? Yep, my oldest son, Kevin, is up playing uh, hardball against Essex right now. Oh, and you said that he's actually trying out for the threes this year, too. Yeah, he did last year, actually. He made it to that uh, the COVID deadline. He was on that little the seven or eight players that they kept right up until they had to have their final, final roster in. So. Oh, awesome. Oh, so he's right, he's right so there. It's just an experience. doesn't matter what you're doing, right? It's an experience mm-hmm. to always play with older kids and stuff. Well, yeah, that's yeah, and everybody from this area wants to play for the threes, right? Yeah, so yep, growing up and then big deal. I cool. think the you know more local people you have on a team like that, the more fan base. And for sure, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, for every one player, must it probably brings in five to ten people. I would say. When yeah. you say, yeah, and then you know, to me, even when I played or when back in the day, heart always sometimes overcome talent. A Absolutely, bit, you know what I mean. I would be playing maybe for. The person that I would see at a grocery store all the time, whereas a person from, say, Windsor wouldn't even know who you were. Yeah. You know, like if we won or lost, they yeah. wouldn't care. Right? But you see that one person at the grocery store, hey, good game last yeah, night. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. So then tomorrow I might try a little harder for them. Yep. Or whatever. Like yep. That. Yeah. Because you knew they were there and they, were, yeah. they come to watch a good, good quality mm-hmm. game, right? Yeah. That's what's good well, about it. Don't get me wrong, it talent helps, but you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what's nice about it. So, so what about you? Did you always grow up here in town or did you grow up and like, yeah. you grew up here yeah, in town. Was, so you always uh, played I here? here. I was born in St. Catharines and I uh, moved down here to uh, Essex when I was uh, a little kid or whatever. I lived on uh, South Pillow Road South or North, I guess they call it. Four doors down from the Kingdom Hall at the time. And my next door neighbor was Dave Ganyo. Mm-hmm. So Dave Ganyo babysat me and we played road hockey and everything growing up. And uh, actually he never wanted to play net. He shoved me in net all the time. And he <laughs> took shots at me. And, but then I got to watch those guys grow up and play, you know, uh, like they're four or five years older than I am, but I watched them play all their games around here. And then eventually they went on to C and then B and then Dave went on to, you know, eventually play in the NHL. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played softball with him on the Legion team. I- yep. Great, great for a first baseman. Yeah. Couldn't get anything by him. Yeah. <laughs> you never can with those freaking goalies. <laughs> you really shoot. <laughs> Do you ever freaking notice when a goalie plays like softball or like whatever like that? Do you ever notice that he's always plays first base? You ever notice that? First base or second, wherever the hot corner would be, I would think. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, or third. Personally, I think these goalies are fucking lazy. You know, <laughs> they, they stay in net and then they stay in net first. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't see too many <laughs> shortstops as goalies or outfielders. No. Mm-hmm. One thing I do know about goalies, actually, and now that we're making fun of goalies, my oldest is a goalie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they're, I just, they're, they're freaky. Uh, like in, you know, and Dave was like this. All my friends, like Chris Conley in town. Yep. Um, like say if I drop this can, you and I might maybe catch it, but a goalie they they, they catch right it. Away. Like their reaction mm, yeah. is just it, I don't know what it is. That's it's a lot like, of practice though, right? Yeah. I mean, you think like because I remember uh, 
So Chris uh, Conley, um, I grew up with his brother, Sean. Okay. And hung around him for years. And, uh, you know, Chris always had a tennis ball in his hand or something that he was just doing. Just fiddling with or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something with his hands, you know. Mm-hmm. And what a great guy, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's the original Civ. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember yeah. I shot one high on him and I caught him in a, in a collarbone. And uh, he just stared at me like just... And I go, I go into the line and into the corner, and he fucking takes the puck with his pad and his stick and just flicks it right beside the fucking ear, <laughs> right in the ear. Yeah. And then he's like, "Who's smiling now?" Yeah. <laughs> no, Conley's a big fan. Yeah, that's hilarious. So that was, that's the last time you shot high on him in warm up. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I got cut right after that. <laughs> that's yeah. all it takes. That's hilarious. So, Sean, were you no, did so, you yeah. did you always play like freaking travel and stuff growing up, or was there like a little bit of like house league and then travel, or like how? Well, right when we first started, you know, there was checking and everything, and so novice and everything. I wasn't good enough to be on the the A team. So back then, I was on the B team probably till about Adam, I think it was. Yeah. You know, always tried out with the A team and everything, but uh, had to work your way up to get there or whatever which is how i wish it was like now instead of just i know they try to make it age you know appropriate now but i always Mm -hmm. found that if you're trying to play with the older kid or the better kid every other year it kind of pushed you a little bit you know what i mean and every it's still the same amount of kids playing travel you know what i mean it doesn't matter how you do it there's still 30 kids playing travel but i just wish instead of age they'd go a b and that's how i had to do it you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. then eventually i made the the a team so I was on the B team kind of with uh, Jamie McDermott and that a few times. And then uh, I heard Jamie's uh, thing here. He is, his dad is the only one that I know that cut him. <laughs> <laughs> and I still, I still remember sleeping over at the McDermott's house that night when Bonnie cut him, I think when we were back in Adam or Pee Wee or whatever. And so that means all the A teams would say go to Leamington that day and all the B teams would have to go to Kingsville. Well, because Donnie was coaching, don't say in Leamington, Bonnie then had to drive Jamie to hockey or whatever like that. That was a rough cut. I still remember that. <laughs> I know, that's nuts, man. I couldn't could not believe that story. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first I've ever heard of anything like that. Like, what? you know, most coaches kept your son. Kept or or if, if you were like the shortstop or yeah. you know what I mean, even though he yep. may not have the skill to be there, but there's that favoritism. Yeah. Not, not in the McDermott household. No, like that would the well, you know what? Like Donnie might have been right or wrong and a lot of things. And I always loved him as a coach. So I would always say he was right, you know, and back him up and everything. But that it just goes to show you that he wasn't that guy kind of guy right. to say, you know, I'll just keep my son for no reason or yeah. just whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. Jamie always had to earn his way on. But that's not so. But about- uh, yeah, other than that, we answered your questions. Yeah, I always played local, played everything. Mm-hmm. The only time I didn't is uh, in high school in grade nine, I went to boarding school. Uh, up in London and Regina Monday. And I went and played for the London Sabres and the Regina Monday high mm. school team. They didn't have high school around here then. Oh, okay. And then uh, Brian Miller actually went up with me. And then my roommate was uh, Ryan Merritt, who went on to play for the Spits and all that yeah. later on. Yeah. And then he got in a little bit of trouble. But other than that, <laughs> I think he's cleaned up his life and everything. So yeah. I was actually just about to ask you too. Like you literally answered the next thing. I was about to say, did you play any high school hockey at all? And then you just answered it. Yeah, well, Perfect. then actually, 
you get uh, my first year with the threes, we didn't really have the greatest uh, year. And um, Lee Jones was our first coach. And it was, it was a rough year. Like I said, it wasn't nothing that nothing against Lee or anything. We just really didn't have the talent I mean, to compete against anybody. So uh, I think three quarters of the year, right when high school, the deadline was a little bit later at that time. I actually left the threes and went and played for St. Anne's then too. Oh. So, and then long story, I guess if we're on the thing, um, uh, in grade nine, we left Essex and went to Stony Point and lived on the lake. So I had to play, I wanted to play in Essex and I was going to use Donnie McDermott's address as my home kind of address, yep. but they wouldn't allow that or whatever. So I actually had to play with Tilbury that year and I didn't really want to, but it turns out we went all the way to Ontario finals and we lost in the finals for our OMHA or whatever, oh, really? but I was playing with the Gardeners and the Marantets and all them. And some of those guys went on to play junior A and everything and have great careers. Awesome. So actually I got to play with a lot of good guys. And, yep. Yeah, it was good. It's hard to play against. Essex though yeah. and all my friends but it was it was all right oh, I imagine you got some pretty good turf <laughs> yeah yeah Tilbury never I've had I led that whole team in penalties too I don't even know why and what I was doing but I was like no one no, likes no, playing against you, Essex no were you an angry player like or just anybody that wanted to go you ready to go no like like, like saying I wouldn't be out there looking like we had bruiser to do that yeah. like you know what I mean like that but it was just yeah, like somebody turned around, I would just, yeah, I wouldn't hesitate or yeah. whatever. And uh, my first couple of years, my nickname was Speedbag because I obviously I didn't do too good. My head was back. <laughs> but I did have, fuck off. I did have everything <laughs> going and I still probably have it to this day. I was never ever knocked out. I never ever turtled. I never went down. And later on in life, even when I was doing good, I'd still let the other guy hit me three or four times and I would use sometimes count and then I'd start fighting back. I'd oh say, my God. You couldn't knock me down in four or five shots. Well, now it's my turn. <laughs> You're a fucking animal. Jesus. Because uh, I, I uh, text uh, Proctor. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's the first thing he put on there was, yeah, they, we, his nickname was Speedbag. He's like, he bled everywhere. Yeah. I never, and yeah. you can see on his face, like, you can't, <laughs> but he's got some nice scars all over. Yeah. So I think I had over 100 stitches on my face. Uh, I wow. lost count, actually, but uh, yeah. No, I wasn't really afraid of anyone. Obviously, there were some big guys there, you know, and I didn't really mm. want to fight them, but if they did or whatever. And then there was also a little guy on my team later on that wouldn't shut his mouth. <laughs> and uh, he kept, yeah, kept, he'd always be nagging and yelling at everybody. And I could be at the end of my shift not wanting to yeah. do anything, but then uh, little Jamie McDermott would be chirping at somebody and then the guy would go <laughs> over. <laughs> you have to defend them, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, so then even I, if the other team would be telling them to shut up, so was I in my head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I'd be like, I don't want to do this. Yes, no, I'm huffing and puffing right now. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, yeah. that's hilarious. And in the room in the in between periods with an ice bag on my face, you know, <laughs> saying thanks, Jamie. <laughs> Over a hundred stitches on your face, Jesus close to i don't know i lost track one time but we were all laughing about it yeah Used mix to be in like a head bob weekend, for fuck's sakes <laughs> mix in a head bob or a weave or something yeah exactly yeah well like there was uh, a couple of times there down in the arms and everything that he'd be in there oh geez oh geez or whatever <laughs> like that 
I, I have a good Frank story, though. I got him involved in a game one time. And, okay, uh, well, we got to tell Andy okay. who Frank is. So Frank Frank's the trainer for this. He was the trainer. I don't think he is anymore. No, right? he's retired. He retired. Yep. yep. Uh, okay. he's the, he was the trainer for the 73s. This guy, he, he was everywhere, all over town, especially in the sports complex, like the arena, yeah. the ballpark. In the summer, he'd go collect balls out in the field, bring them he's all one back. one of the staple field, guys. You know, like, what's that? He's one of those guys. He's just all around everywhere. He's just. Yes. And yeah. a great human being. Yeah. He actually won a, a Canadian award, like the Royal Bank Canadian, whatever, gave him a, a award for community for actually when the girls hockey started up, he helped uh, get a girls dressing room for him. Oh, nice. It was in the old skate sharp in the old arena. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, Frank, the stairs. Yeah, Frank uh, kind of helped out with that and he won an award for that. And uh, just, yeah, he's always been around Frank, old Frank. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still is alive. Joe and I went over there and had a birthday beer with him actually nice. a while ago, but uh, I got him out of the house too. I heard. Yeah, 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 that's good. But anyway, I got Frank involved. At the time, he was the goal judge, and then he went on to become the trainer and everything. But he was always the goal judge, and he had this old, like a wooden stool that was made out of like melt crates type thing, had, yeah. like you know. Yeah. And he would always sit behind the in the home end. And I was uh, Donnie McDermott had me standing in front of the net, killing a or, uh, on a power play, and the goalie just kept whacking and whacking and whacking. And he Donnie first of all told me to go there, but not get a penalty. Whatever I do, do not get a penalty. So I'm out there and the goalie's just two-handed me, whatever like that. And the whistle blew and I turned around. I said, I don't know how and I don't know when, but I'm going to like, you're dead or I'm going to get you or whatever, yeah. you know, kids, how they talk to yeah, each yeah, other, yeah. right? But I went to Frank in between the glass and I said, Frank, when I tell you, you open this door immediately. And there was only about 20 seconds left in the period at the time. So we're at the mm -hmm. other, like we're at the, their nets at our home end kind of thing. It's yeah. the second period, right? So. Sure enough, I'm in front of the net. The goalie starts whacking and whacking again. And then the puck goes to the corner. So I went in the corner and I got checked and I went down, but I looked up, there was like three seconds left. So I said, Frank, open the door, open the door, open the door. And just then the goalie was turned around and he had his mask up and he was taking a drink of water. And this is bad, but I opened up my hand. Oh, I cold cocked him. I dropped him down and Frank had the door open. I ran off the ice. So everyone, the, the whole play is going on at the other end. The whistle, a buzzer goes, they turn around, the goalie's like laid out flat on the ground and nobody knew what happened or whatever. You're not even there. No. So then I was in the room and I already had, it's in between periods. So I already had my stuff, like your top stuff off. And I was having my orange peels at the ladies, people yeah. with the ladies auxiliary yeah. would make for us or whatever. And uh, having that. And uh, finally the referee, a linesman, who's actually a friend of mine now, uh, comes in, he just shook his head. He goes, I knew it. I knew it. I, I was wondering where everyone was, but the referee held everyone on the ice so he could figure out what happened. And all they could give me was two minutes for unsportsmanlike because they, nobody, nobody saw. saw it. Yeah, that's perfect. However, I knew going back the dead man. It was a big one right after like, like uh, after I had to go to the box after the two minutes, their big goon was playing uh, defense, but I was playing D that game. And all of a sudden I look up and he's playing right wing. And I just said to McLeod, who was my D partner at the time, I just said, if he, if the puck goes in my corner and he's coming, let me know. Not even the puck wasn't even dropped. Joe's yelling, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Get those gloves off. Get those gloves off. 
Oh yeah, no, I, I, I think I was, I think everything was, I think I was naked like that. I think I was like shirt, everything. I was down to the skin after that one, but it was, a, no, I was a good, it was a good tilt. Uh, I have to actually say, I think I did pretty good on that one, but yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, what about your first goal? What's that? It said, what about your first goal? Uh, I don't really... I don't remember, I, you know, I remember my first goal as a little teeny kid. I remember falling down and like, just, I went in the net or the puck went in the net and I went in the net too. I remember that one as clear <laughs> as day, but uh, my first goal in junior, I don't remember it at all. My, the goal that I, that sticks out all the time in my head is uh, we were in, uh, it was our second or third year. It was actually our best year and we were in the playoffs and I was playing defense and I, I couldn't for the life of me, we couldn't get the puck out of our end. And I finally, you know, when you get frustrated, I turned around, I was trying to go back in behind my own net, but I got to the hash marks and I was like getting pressured and I wound up and take a slap shot. My intentions were to hit it off the glass and like go out or whatever. However, it went top corner on Conley in front of a home crowd that was probably our biggest one at that time for us whatever it was a beautiful shot like i like, want to say i was there for that see like like i that i remember that one vividly you know what i mean but uh yeah with a clapper at least he sniped i think i ended up getting two assists and we won the game like three one so i was okay but uh I think in professional soccer, you get credit for the goal, even if you score on your own net. So I think, yeah, so I think. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's fucking funny. No, I was never really a goal scorer though, to obviously like, but I had like, I'd like to pass. I was like a passer or whatever like that. But uh, I played a lot of, he, they have, it's kind of like a yo-yo. I'd play two or three games forward, then two or three D or play a year forward. Then the next year I'd have to play D. It was just kind of a back and forth kind of thing, depending on. Like more? Uh, I like playing D, but I think I'm a better forward. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So well, it's nice to go lay the body on somebody down the other. Well, just even, I think it's, it's faster on forward. I find like the D is, you know, it's a quick, but you're, that's why the D play like half the game. And right. they, they, yeah. They can. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I would have fun on D like I, uh, I used to fool around even during the games, you know, like, and then we'd Mr. McDermott would be yelling at us, quit screwing around. You know what I mean? Like was just there something you know, about, uh, pass the puck. Something, something was happening with, uh, passing the puck. I think, uh, well, McLeod and I would get, uh, we, we started doing it in practice with, you know, they were starting to run the drills on us. They would come in and then forwards come over. So we'd pass all the way across the ice to the D and then forward chase him. Well, we're supposed to give it up right away. Well, Joe and I decided one practice that so we would just keep passing back and forth, kind of driving our coach nuts at the time, right? Like that. Well, there was one game. I remember it was in Bell River. We did it in a game, but we went all the way down the ice doing it just to ourselves so we like, like that. and finally donnie's like quit screwing around pass the damn puck <laughs> yeah yeah. Said, yeah and then and he yelled at us in the corner we'd always be in the corner in the dressing room and he'd be like you two like stooges or idiots or whatever like that yeah so i had fun playing d for that reason but yeah yeah, yeah. now you bruiser and joe were like a lot like you guys were on the ice together all the time? Well, when we first started, we were the rookies. We were the, I think it was us three and Terry Pulowski were uh, the three 16-year-olds at the time or whatever, 16 or 17-year-old. And we were the only, we were the youngest, whatever. And the coach really, it was Lee. 
he didn't really know what to do with us. Right. Right. So we were aligned. I played center, Bruiser played right, and Joe played left, whatever. And I always thought we did good because we were like, I guess like the killer bees. We would just be yeah. all we were like the Hansons because we didn't really play position. We kind of all three of us just chased. We looked like little kids and novice. All three of us just chased Everybody the puck just chasing around. the puck so you can hit Whoever somebody. got it would just get like just got killed or whatever like the dog and the puppies yeah she goes they go they go too yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's hilarious because that well that was bruiser's biggest year of fighting too right yeah yeah that's when uh lee told him uh, like he had a couple of mentors there uh you know he (laughs) told him that when you're pulling the guy's helmet off pretend that it's stuck in your hand still and then keep coming back so the helmet would be in his hand and he popped the guy two or three times with his helmet in his hand and then there's been write-ups in the paper like that or you know hit with yeah. like whatever nowadays that's like assault you're oh, probably yeah. in jail yeah. oh right. know, yeah 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 and then but back then it, it, it was almost like anything goes. anything goes yeah like that and but yeah that was yeah that was a good he yeah he cracked up a lot of penalties that year yeah but that was what that's what he was like he was four, but then like, don't get me wrong. He can play the game though. Yeah. Like even now to this day, when you watch him, people would be like, what? And I always joke and say, he's the fastest fat guy around. Right. Cause he's like, he can still move and still go. Right. <laughs> now keeping with that story, um, you end up marrying his sister, right now. So they're best buddies and he ends up marrying or he ends up dating his sister. And then, so do you want to tell us how uh, Bruiser ended up finding out and what happened well, after that? The thing, the thing about Bruiser too is you got to remember. It's I'll do a little roundabout story here. Uh, when that first year when we were playing together, Bruiser McLeod and I, whatever, we would be like the little, like I said, the little goons or whatever, like that. You get your tap on the shoulder, go fight eleven. They didn't care if you got kicked out or beat up as long as you got that guy off the right. ice, right? Well, I remember we were playing Bell River and we get dropped off at home. We were like, you know, we come home, we go to school the next day and bruiser's got this biggest black guy that I've ever seen on him, like whatever. And I'm thinking we dropped you off. Nothing happened was well, brother Pat beat the shit out of him. There was six boys in that family. So there was three bunk beds upstairs. Pat found out that bruiser wore his helmet and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> so the reason why I'm telling that story is because bruiser was only one of six guys that I had to actually worry about oh, when I was oh, dating oh. his sister <laughs> let alone Mrs. Firth, who was always nicknamed Sarge March. She was the scariest one. <laughs> and then Mr. Firth, you know, too, I had to go through a lot to get there. No kidding. Must but, really love this girl. Yeah. But I, uh, the thing is, though, I was around there when she was, like, when I was, say, six, seven, eight, nine years old. And she's four years younger than I am. So she was only, like, two, three at the time. And right. It wasn't, I think she hated me until, uh, she turned 18 or 19 or whatever. And then she started coming. So it wasn't until like, where I was like 22, 23, 24, when we started kind of dating. And that first six months were behind everyone's back. It was a secret or whatever. And then uh, when we finally- That's gotta be hard to do in a yeah. small town, right? Oh, yeah. Because somebody's gonna bump into you. Well, she started going to a lot of the parties that we were going to. And actually uh, my father-in-law caught on, first of all, I was actually buying Beth's beer for her underage, okay. whatever. So she's 18 or whatever. She's coming up to me and asking me if I could buy her beer. So I was sneaking that to her. But then at the same time, we are at the same parties, yeah. you know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, it was kind of hard for about six months, but then we finally, came out or whatever and told everyone and um everybody was fine and uh mrs firth was the only one that she said you know i love you as bruiser's friend 
but I don't know if you're good enough for my daughter kind of thing. So uh, it was fair enough, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, but Bruiser and I had this thing, even through school, instead of betting money or anything, we'd always bet head or gut. So, uh, and we'd wind up and just nail the other guy, like, just like for real, like, you know. So he just said, we were at St. Anne's High School in the cafeteria and he, I told him and he just says, all right, you're not even going to get a chance on this one. I give, I get to give you one right in the face. I said, yeah, all right. So I just stood there like that. He's on the other side of the table. We were, I think we were splitting a fry and gravy or whatever like that. <laughs> he just wound up and smoked me. I flew off the table, like on the thing and I got on the floor my lips all puffed up. I'm bleeding, whatever. And then, you know, in a high school, all little kids are fight, fight, started <laughs> flying over. I got back up. I was like, well, that was a good one, a big bloody lip. And everything. We, I started, we just started eating fries. Whatever. <laughs> That's kind of how it's been. And I'm, I was the best man in his wedding. He was the best man. And uh, him and Joe were in mine. And I'm the godfather to his kids. Like, That's so, awesome. like, and he's That's back in mine. And yeah, like, we're still to this day. It's when we go out, it's just like, we're back to normal yeah. and then you know family stuff is like families you know yeah. what I mean? but when we're out at tournaments and everything yeah we're just it's never really interfered with it so that's, that's good awesome. yeah that's and the joke is that i beat joe up the stairs say in the house that, that's, <laughs> that's the, yeah they always say oh i, I tripped so joe going up, up. yeah <laughs> he grabbed my foot I yeah fell, he jumped over his yeah hockey, yeah and then, the other <laughs> that's that's any of the other brothers uh uh, the, old, the older Pat, the older brother Pat, he's got a real, uh, how do you say this, uh, unique uh, temper when everyone was scared of Pat back then. And uh, he used to grab me and give me a big well, like, you know, big punch too. If, and like, say if, say if you said, oh, did you grab Beth's ass? If I smiled, I'd get punched, even though you said it. And I'd be like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, but like all the boys now, like all we're all really close and That's do everything family. now. That's yeah, and but I can't use the excuse. So I'm going out with your brother. That doesn't count, right? Oh, like, yeah, it's, it's your best friend. Yeah, <laughs> don't know too many people that are like that. Best buddies and uh, still give it to each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, yeah, we've had. Uh, see, that's the thing. We were close and we still are close and that whole group of the whole group of guys uh are close like jamie joe bruiser and i like now, we, didn't you stand in jamie's wedding too yep yep were, were you the best man for yes her? i was actually yeah yeah that was uh yeah in a sec yeah that it was uh that was an honor too standing in front of that one that great was guy. good yeah great yeah mm-hmm. but you know a lot a lot of people in this town like and especially the guys that we've gotten on the podcast are great people you know like once you start hearing the stories and, and whatever, because like, I know that I went to see a lot of your games and like just, just fights after fights. And it was so much fun to watch hockey, you know, <laughs> that was hockey, that. It was hockey <laughs> you know, and now, yeah. now you got these wheelers and dealers and, and uh, they're, they're, nobody really touches anybody. And if, you, but if you do now, now that it, it's a clean body check or whatever, and now it's on a review, right? Yeah. So yeah. Don't get me wrong. Some of these guys now, I saw a kid uh, the other day. I don't even know what we were talking about. I don't even know who I was with now that I'm saying this, but I found out that kid played for Amherstburg a couple years ago and he has to be like six, two, he's got to be way two fifty, and he's all muscle. Like those, some of these kids now are huge, you know what I mean? And then the shape, like look in the pros, they get off the ice and then they ride a bike for an hour and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're in, they're in good shape. You but know like, I mean? you know, back in like, like Chris Pronger's day, he said, he get off the off the ice 
he said there was a six pack in his stall and he'd have a six pack after every single game. Well, I think those guys, was. I think that's why we didn't pull muscles like these kids do now. Because yeah. you had, you had body, body, we have body fat and crap on us. Those guys are just like yeah, fine-tuned athletes. Absolutely. For, yeah, the game awesome. is faster, I find, but it's just a different, it's a different game. Yeah. You can't even compare the two. You, no. you could be great back then. Uh, you wouldn't be good now, but that kid that's good like now could not play that game right. back then. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so... It's like apples and oranges. Right. Even though it's the same game, it's it's just different. Well, they yeah. say, oh, Gretzky couldn't play in this era. Sure, he, yep. he, he would be even more fit than yep. he was yep. back then. Yep. You know, yep. like, so, but mm-hmm. as for some of these kids to be tough and go play like, you know, Gretzky's days, Gordy Howe days, you know, it, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I even find like when coaching, it's like you find a kid that gets hit you know, and then he's whining, oh, I can't play, I can't play. And I'm thinking, we did everything we played. We didn't care if you were bleeding, yeah. cut, whatever. You played, <laughs> my shoulder could be out or whatever. You just kept playing. You didn't even tell anybody. You just yeah. played. Like, now it's... Mm-hmm. You it's got a, blood all over your jersey. Now you can't even have blood on your jersey. Not even a spot of it. It's nope. gonna come off and, come off and yeah. put a new one on, right? Yeah. You know, it, it, it looks violent or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um. I also noticed your your last year here, you wore the C. So how was it, how was that? How did all that like were like did you know you would wear the C or was it kind of a shock to you? Like how did it all come about? I actually uh it was weird because uh there was two times in my junior C career which isn't you know it's not pro or any what they do, right? But uh I, I played for Essex. My heart was in Essex, everything like that. There was two times where I was kind of asked or even thought of leaving. And there was one, it was about my second or third year in. It was about three quarters of the way through or the trade deadline was coming up. And Mr. McDermott just pulled me aside. And it was like a two minute talk. He just said that Bell River is interested in acquiring you. Uh, Bell River was going this, that this year, they were number one in the league, but they were also going for a two week European trip. They were playing in a European tournament and he, they said that they were going around and they were kind of trading to go over the seas or whatever like oh. that. So I, for a minute or two thought, you know what, I could go and I get a trip out of this, whatever. And the deal would be that the following year I could come back and play for Essex. So basically I'd be on loan for the remainder of the year and go, but then I kind of, something happened or either I said, no, I forget now. And so that didn't happen. And then my second last year is when the Leamington Flyers switched to go to Junior B. Mm-hmm. So I got invited out there. And so I did really, you know, did good at the camp. I'm an older guy, though, in the league, right? So I was always, you're, you're, you're not, might, might be as good as the younger guy, but you have the experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Leamington was starting off. So they had a lot of younger guys, but they wanted you know, older guys there. So Vern Stanlin was the coach the very first year. And he came up to me and he said, um, he, you know, we'd like to sign you or whatever. However, your manager talked to me last night, Donnie McDermott. So he'd like to, you to talk to him first. So I ended up talking to Donnie and he said that if I didn't play for Leamington, I could sign this year's card and next year's card. So I kind of said, well, you know, that's a good deal because I'm already 20 years old. I'm not going anywhere. So mm. I can get two years of hockey. If I played for Leamington, I can only get the one because they're done. 
but I kind of agreed that if I was the captain as well. So I kind of knew I was going to be, I already knew I was going to be on the team my overage year, which there's only two guys can make it. And I already kind of knew that I was going to be the captain too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a deal. It was just kind of told that I would be that. Yeah. I think, I think even my third year, because of the penalty, I was actually talking to the referees without a letter on my shirt anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, uh, what are you doing? Yeah, no, like it was kind of funny because the referees would be having their meeting, you know, after a fight, say if Bruiser got in a fight or whatever, he'd be in the box. The other team's captain would be there talking to the ref and so would I, like, you know what I mean? Before, like, and I'd come back. So I was kind of already that doing that anyway, but. uh, Yeah, if you're respectful to them, you don't need a letter. Yeah, no, but you're, yeah, yeah. But uh, so then when I took over as the captain or whatever, all the other, we had a young team night last year, so. I think it was kind of just already, they were going to be talking to me anyway. Not that, you know, you always talk to an older player. When I was yeah. there, when I was younger, I was always talking to Wayne Mills or, you know, Todd Quinlan. I wasn't, or Scott O'Halloran. I was always looking up. You never yeah. looked down, really. Right. You know what I mean? Like, to, they're behind you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we had a couple of good young kids on that team that were leaders. Anton, uh, uh, Oh, sorry, Andre Gervais, he was our point leader that year. And like, he could have easily been the captain or whatever like that, but he was so quiet and uh, just an all around general, nice guy and everything. He wasn't really, uh, you know, like, like a, a yellow, uh, mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It's hard to talk about yourself. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the funny thing, right? Like we, we get so many people on here and it's always seems to be their stories are better told by somebody else you know oh, like for sure right? yeah Instead yeah of talking about themselves you know like Todd Warner told a great story about Denny Purdy Denny Purdy told the same story but we kind of just like blew it off like we didn't know the story yeah we let Todd tell it and it was an amazing story yeah like I'm you sure know? Joe and Jamie could tell you things or Jamie would like, tell me nothing no <laughs> he's like you stood in my wedding I, I, that's that's about it <laughs> I'm like he, he goes yeah like, I, I'll tell you stories off the air oh yeah, yeah of course you yeah. would there's probably a lot that should be told off the air <laughs> oh yeah but every 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 group has that uh that you know every four group every groups have their thing like a guy that i coached with with the kids we went all ontario and everything um uh with was uh, we coached with uh danny garand chad walters chris malcaster and all like that but like chad played for years with the threes right and he had that group that won all ontario with tony like that that group there is they're comparable to our group even though we were crap but yeah. th- that group there sticks together too yeah. you know what i mean like that so yes yeah yeah so it's like kind of you see it at the golf tournaments the groups that stick together yeah. and then there's gaps in there well, you know what i mean like yeah. Joe Garrard. Yeah, Gagnon and all them. They all, yeah, they they all stick together. And then there's a couple year gaps, even though they were good teams and great players, but there there wasn't the, every now and then you get a special group. And I think even though we had the, I think we are the worst, uh, you'd have the stats. We were probably the worst uh, five years of the seven threes (laughs) history is when I was on the team. There's there's a huge gap between, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Leading the standings, like being the number one uh, seed. Yeah. Uh, from like what is it, eighty-seven to ninety-eight? I want to say no, eighty-seven. Yeah, eighty-seven to yeah, like ninety-eight. I think it was. Bell River probably took over there mm-hmm. for a lot of those years. Paying the players. Yeah, I'm really good friends with the uh, the captain that I played against uh, growing up is uh, Kevin Brett in Bell River. His nickname was Bull. 
And uh, him and I are really good friends. Actually, he called me all hammered up the other night. But uh, <laughs> we were all, we always played. I played after I was done in the 73s. I played in Bell River, the junior men's, the checking league. Yeah. I actually, uh, Bruiser and I played there till we were 45, like still checking at that age. You know, every it was funny, though. After a Sunday night, I'd be sore all the way to the following Sunday. You know what I mean? But uh, but Kevin Brett and I were always uh, good friends and everything, and we'd always make bets. And uh, one particular tournament, I still remember, we were playing out there that if I beat him, he had to wear my 73 shirt the following day, or vice versa. I had to wear his Bell River thing at the next game, and I won. So he had to wear his Bell River. Or he had to wear my Essex 73's captain shirt for his whole next game. And he he bled uh, like Bell River, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny though, yeah. But that's that's, that's good rivals too, you know what I mean, and good friends and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, mm-hmm. that's a lot. So, uh, Joe Joe sent me a couple things about borrowing um, money, clothes, and equipment. <laughs> uh, he'll never let that down. I used to have a my first car was a 1970 Plymouth Fury. It was 200 bucks. My dad bought it for me. Oh yeah, it was. We measured it actually. Mr. Firth Bruiser's dad drove a school bus, so we actually measured it. it two of those cars was a school bus, so uh, it had a whole couch in the front and a whole couch in the back, so I could fit four and four easily, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, we, <laughs> I'd always be down to my last five bucks or whatever, you know, back then, whatever like that. Oh shit! And uh, RBC, the Royal Bank machine, would always give out five, so everyone else gives yeah. out tens and twenties, right? Yeah. Well. Thank God the Royal Bank machine gave out five bucks, or whatever. But I'd always go into Joe's house and he'd always leave his change on his uh, dresser. So I'd always leave a note, took five bucks or took gas money or whatever like that. And he'd always get mad. What the hell? Whatever like that. I'd pay him back or whatever, but it'd be down the road or whatever. But it was so funny then. And then every now and then I'd always go on uh, or he would do it at my house, whatever, or bruiser like that. We'd always go over for, it wasn't like a night back then it'd be like for like a half a week or something so i think i was at his house we didn't go to school or anything we were skipping out and everything yeah. and we, so then the following 73's game we're getting undressed in the dressing room and then he's like holy shit that's my dad's underwear you idiot <laughs> that's all. i got his dad's old purple uh, boxers on <laughs> like that and i said well mine were dirty so i borrowed your dad's out of his drawer downstairs come on yeah, and then he looks out and his dad was all flipping out and mad at the time because Mr. McLeod, you know, honest working guy and everything like that. He looks out and my gloves were all wrecked and mushy and everything like that. Joe's brother, Tom, took a year off of hockey. Well, I noticed his gloves were in his basement, whatever, so I borrowed them, right? So here's Pete McLeod. I'm wearing his underwear and I got his son's <laughs> hockey gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's fucking so funny. There's another one uh, Proctor sent me. Uh, what's the sky dog? Hmm, hmm, hmm. It's probably the ones that Nick didn't want to talk about, but uh, <laughs> I don't know how it started or whatever like that. I started, uh, it was kind of a, in my sick part of my life, or whatever, but I used to climb up on the rafters in the dressing rooms and they'd line up the toy, uh, the garbage can underneath it, and I'd be totally naked and I'd hang up there. And I take it, you know, take a shit or something, or whatever. But uh, <laughs> but most people don't realize when you're taking a crap in the toilet, it just curls or whatever like that. But when it's coming out of your ass and you're in the air, it gets stretched out to be about a foot, foot and a half or whatever like that. So I took a dump or whatever, like way up there. But while you're doing that, when you normally you're taking a shit in the toilet, you're peeing too, right? Well, that goes in there. Well, 
it's like a sprinkler going on up there. So I'm peeing all <laughs> over the place. You take a shit and they're like that. <laughs> so I would do it. I pretty much did it in every arena around, but there was one bad one. It was uh, really bad. Amherstburg always, when we played in Amherstburg, we were always playing on the Sunday. Public skating was on right before us. Yeah. Well, we always had to take two dressing rooms. However, the bathroom that they would use for public skating was in between the dressing rooms or whatever. It wasn't until after public skating where we had total control of the, you know, right. both of them. So anyway, we all showed up. You're in your, sh you know, your suit, your shirt and tie and everything. And I said, oh, shit, boys, I got to take a dump. So then the whole room's coming in because I'm going to take a sky dump. But this time I was actually going to be nice and do it above the toilet, but up in the rafter or whatever. So I had to take my pants and everything off. So I have my shirt and tie on and I'm up in the rafter and I'm taking a dump and I'm up there like pretty high, as high as you can go. And I'm up there over there and they're all laughing and everything, you know, like just like screaming, laughing or whatever. And all of a sudden it got quiet and they left. And then they're really laughing. What it was is, I don't know her name, but some lady with her son came off the ice, comes around the end of the bathroom. And I they didn't tell me what I like that. And so she opens up the stall and okay, little Johnny's got to go pee or something like that. And I'm like this. And then she looks up. Oh my God, I'm peeing and there's a big shit coming out or going down <laughs> right in front of that. Oh, next thing you know, uh, Donnie, yeah, boys, next man. thing you know, Donnie McDermott and I are in front of like the Amherstburg Town Council apologizing on the oh, behalf of the town of Essex. <laughs> my actions. <laughs> oh, holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. I yeah. Asked. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with hockey at all. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, Joe, Joe, uh, and uh, Jeff, um, Brad, yeah, and um, uh, what's the Jimmy Proctor? Nobody said anything about hockey. It was all, <laughs> it was all off hockey. Well, that's yeah. That's a <laughs> that's hilarious. I don't so. even know if I played hockey. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> The only way I know I had a game is I came home and either I had a black eye or my hands are all smashed up. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah, those guys, like we had, I think, you know, talent wise, I think we were like, there's some of us that can play the game, mm -hmm. obviously, but uh, just the other teams were better. Yeah, yeah. they were a lot better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were a lot better. I got that. That's funny. Playing through a rebuild. Uh, so like when you got to, like how, how did you end up trying out for the actually i the year before the like the year that i went and played tilbury that year that i went yeah. that that year i actually tried for the bellwood canadians okay and uh i got cut that year and uh mcleod was that year so that year that yeah so then i ended up coming with joe and all of us and we uh went to the 73 so actually i would actually because i was with the tilbury guys you know what i mean they were all going to bell river so i kind of just and i lived out there and then you know not that we broke, I broke away in a year, but I did break away, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that. So you're not seeing the boys as much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then, uh, so it was actually my second team that I tried out with and I'm kind of glad that I, you know, mm -hmm. just, I came back to where I belonged really. Right. Yeah. Now what, what were those trials like? Uh, it was like a war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, no, it was, it's almost like, remember the old movies. If you ever saw them like roller derby. Oh yeah. 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 yeah it was exactly like that. It was really? just, they dropped the puck there and it just, go like yeah i still remember vic mcmurrin uh refereeing and a guy uh 
you know, two hands you across the thing and breaks the blade right off is your, your shins or whatever. And you're, come on. Uh, you know, I, I knew who Vic was. He was actually our mayor, yeah, I think at that yeah, time. Mm-hmm. And I said, Oh, come on. But I didn't call him Mr. McMurray. I said, I just, Hey, come on ref, whatever like that. And he just comes over and he goes, Mr. McCabe, what kind of shin pads you wearing? And I said, I don't know, CCM. He goes, ah, they're CSA approved. Don't worry about it. But meanwhile, the blades in the corner, you know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's how it was. That's how tryouts were. And uh, kind of like it just, it was an eye opener. And it just kind of really, it actually, what it did is it weaned everybody that didn't want to like, there was a lot of people that were probably way better than I was, but it weaned them out. If you didn't want to go in the corner and get it, go get the puck, well, then you're useless to yeah. the team, right? Like, yeah. I remember trying out for uh, Amherstburg with uh, Guy Gutrell. Yeah. I, I went into the corner with Scotty O'Hauran, and I came up, like, with the wind knocked out of me because he jammed the butt end into, oh, yeah. into the, the And you came right in. And when yeah. I went to hit him, the butt end caught me right in the center. Yeah, yeah that sucks. <laughs> there those guys like there's a lot that was one thing you learn really quick too that the, just the little teeny like you know the tricks like that yeah. put your stick there uh do uh just tap on the laces you know, right up the face off whack the guy there anything where you could think of where you had open skin that's where it was an open free game you yeah. know what i mean like if you had a guy uh down and the referees are saying okay let go let go there was no problem it's either it was going to happen to you or you did it first you put your finger in the guy's nose and you yank as hard as you can and it'll pull right here you know up or you guys grab the guy's ear and just like use the referees they'll be helping you they'll be pulling you apart but you got your hands in every hole that you can just uh claw and do whatever and you learn that it's either going to happen to you or it was yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yep so, uh, yeah, that's how that was. I, I, remember, I remember my brother telling me a story where he played for uh, the Ravens football. And he's like, I'm in the middle of a pile. And he's like, my, pin, my arms are pinned down. And I can feel the hand going, like, up. And he's like, and guys he's reaching for right by the balls, balls and, and squeeze. Yeah. And, squeezed, eh? and he's like, I'm laying on the ground and there's nothing I can do. You're stuck. Yeah. 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 I was in, uh, we were, uh, Scott O'Halloran started a big brawl. I think we were playing Dresden and... <laughs> We were in a, like uh, the horseshoe warming up, you know, in yeah. the warmups. And this was before, I think it was probably the reason why the referees are on the ice now, but uh, we're in warmups. There's no reps out there. Both teams are in the horseshoes like that. And you got Scott O'Halloran and Bruiser facing the other way, just taking slap shots at the other team. Now, the problem was, is that they took so many, both of them couldn't shoot where the shit, right? They couldn't hit anybody. You know what I mean? They, I think it was their last shots each that they hit a guy. You know, anyway, <laughs> We were all ready for it, but yeah, they kept missing everybody, right? Yeah. So then finally the brawl starts, whatever. And I still remember Scott, we wanted the captain. So basically everyone was going after the captain. He did something bad to us the game before yeah. or whatever. And we were chasing him. Scott O'Halloran got to him or whatever. And I was kind of going in behind to kind of be like the backup or whatever. But as I was going by, I got grabbed by their trainer and got pulled into the bench. But the old Essex Arena, like you know what I mean how he had to step up to get yeah, on the bench so my knee I, I just went in my arms went got I got pinned by the door oh, so now I'm laying on the floor and I couldn't get up and I'm like you know I was okay but I'm stuck down there except for then they started branding me with the blades of the stick and then they're all like just punching and I was stuck there whatever so the referees finally come on the ice they're throwing everybody out and whatever like this so then the bad thing is 
I wasn't kicked out because my shirt was off. The ref didn't know my number. So I had to come out. I'm playing center now. I was supposed to play D that game. And all of a sudden, I'm playing center that game. And the referee goes, oh, you're the shit that got away with. My eye was already closed, bleeding still. So I play the first period. I come in. All those eight or nine guys that fought too, they're still in their full uniform with ice bags, breathing hard. I was like, fuck you, you idiots. I'm the one that has to fucking play the game still. But yeah, they're like, that oh, sucks. I'm so tired. I'm like, screw you. You know, like that. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Oh, that's fuck. That's brutal. <laughs> who was that? Who was, who was your, like, so you, you guys played with a lot of, a lot of good, good guys. Uh, who, was, who was your favorite teammate? My favorite teammate? Well, I couldn't, I have, I have those like Bruiser, McLeod, and Nig. Yeah. They're, there, there isn't a one, there isn't a two or a three. Okay. It was just together. Those guys were always, just yeah. Now, obviously, Bruiser, McLeod, and I were there the whole time together. Yeah. I think Jamie only played the two years. I'm, I could be wrong on that. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was, we were, so that I guess the two of them were my favorite, favorite teammate, teammates. And then I was really heartbroken because in their overage year, I was kind of, uh, Brian Miller made it. He's a good guy and a good player and everything, but like he wasn't like that core. Yeah. yeah but then, um, he's younger too, right? No, he's the same age. Brian oh, and I, and he went to school. Brian and I were great friends and everything like that. It's just like, yeah, it was different. I miss those guys too. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm sure Brian did too, because he was part of that group. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just, Brian and I would be on our, we were kind of on our own island. You know right. what I mean? Like we're left alone. You're kind of. Yeah. Guys, yeah. Yeah. And team. some of the guys are. When they're 16, you're not hanging around with them, right? right? Not, yeah. Well, they're asking you to buy beer. Or yeah. Whatever, right? Now, I had a lot of funny guys like Wayne Mills. He was a crazy guy. But um, I also got to play, and it was crazy. I got to play with Ed Fillion, yeah. who's, uh, we, you know. Yeah, oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I got to play hockey with him. And he's a strange individual, whatever. But I remember being in Leamington in the penalty box with him. And in Leamington, like Essex and Leamington, we always had a big rivalry, but we were in Leamington and they were spitting on us. So we're just sitting in the penalty box. And if you lean back, the spit would go over your head. So you're fine. Yeah. So I was leaning back, not Ed. He just leaned up. He'd get horks on his face and everything like that. And he would just, whatever, every now and then he'd look around and just see who was spitting on him. He'd have Porks and greens all just coming down oh, off his seat. He's nuts, that guy. <laughs> yeah, but then he would he jumped right out of the penalty box. I'll never forget this because you know I'm scared shitless at the time too. I'm just I think I was 16. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you know like uh, he gets a. I don't know what happened there. We're good. We're good. So we just have to stop for a second. No, we're good. We're good we're now. I good? just got, I, I just got the last part where we just go on to where he said he hopped out of the penalty box. Well, he got the spit on the face and he hops out of the penalty box and I'm watching. I think I still had about a minute left in my penalty. Right. And he jumps the boards and he doesn't like he the, the coach is like uh ed ed you know like come to the bench yeah. come to the bench <laughs> well he went but he wasn't going to our bench he dove over the leamington bench and went sideways and took about eight of their guys out and whatever and got up and just started beating the shit out of people 
Yeah. And Ed was not a small guy, no. like by any means. Oh, like, but then I mean? he was like tall and skinny, wasn't he? Like, yeah, but he was like, and he size. was nuts yeah. though too, yeah. right? And then, yeah. yeah, and next thing you know, this is what the scary thing is. They get talk to Brian Plymers. If I don't know if you ever have him on or talk to him, whatever. The lights went out. We're in a brawl. So the lights go out. Now, like, you know. What is the point of turning the lights out? Just, uh, I guess, to stop punching. I don't know, but like, you, you're scared shitless out there. Stuff. Like, yeah. Well, the, the crowd is full. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Now you got Essex and Leamington people in the crowd. God knows what they're doing. There's lots yeah. of girls there, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, but anyway, yeah, I'll never forget Ed. Like, so, like I said, I had a lot of uh, unique individuals on the team. And Scott O'Halloran, too. He was always, uh, he was, you never knew what he was going to do. I saw that guy come out of the penalty box in Essex. And the referee obviously said, if you come on that, this, this ice here, you're gone, you're done for the year or whatever. So he didn't, he listened to the ref. He got up out of the penalty box. There was like a three inch ledge between the old, you know, in the old Essex yeah. arena, he shimmied down the boards and then dove into the visiting team's penalty box. Whatever. Mm -hmm. He didn't step on the ice. That's all he kept saying. <laughs> I didn't step on the ice. Or whatever. He climbed the boards all the way around. And like, yeah, so there was a lot he of- He must have uh, seen Miller do that because I remember- uh, I, I remember that i remember chop throwing the big garbage can yeah, on yeah, and yeah you're yeah. you're all garbage whatever yeah chop <laughs> fucking brother um, he always had his skates painted orange or yeah, black or whatever yeah, yeah. Well, and ed always used to wear like the ultimate warrior yes right? yeah <laughs> that was the first time i ever seen like you had the extra colors underneath like, on he, his eyes he had the black and the orange paint like just straight down mm. his face and then he would pull it down the sides of his cheeks. And I'm like, well, he, he's not, he's not right. <laughs> he's not right. Well, he came back when he was uh, in his last year of university. I was playing, like, well, I always played Woodsley and hardball oh. too, right? And um, so Ed wanted to play bait. He wanted to see if he could do a dual scholarship thing, whatever. So he came out and tried to pitch. That he, I don't know if he knew where to throw the ball, but he, he was throwing so hard and everything like that. I kept telling this young other, I was the catcher. I was like, oh, you can catch Ed to someone else. Sure enough, the guy Ed broke the guy's thumb. <laughs> but yeah, he he could throw the ball too. He, he played softball and made, he crushed that ball too. He, well, big guy like that, him, Cassidy, all those guys. Yeah, they could all. Bills. Yeah, yeah, they could all just hit the ball. Yeah. Balls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's I, yeah. So I grew up like with you watching all those guys, yeah. and then what well, did you play with the Pink Boys then too with all them? No, or the I, Legion? Played with, the Le I, I played with the Legion. I played with uh, we're, we're the Lost Boys. Okay, all right. Back, <laughs> Fucking still are. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> um, do you have anything else for him, Rob? Because I'm tapped out, bro. Yeah, I I got a couple more. Shoot um, it. So. Uh, if there was a rule that you would like to see changed in the in NHL, what, what, what would it be? Uh, I don't... Like to make the game better. To make it better? I don't know like how to make it better. I just, I really miss the open ice hits. Like I really miss that. And every, like I think nowadays, I don't see something wrong with a guy hitting the shoulder right. and whatever like that. If you're coming across the ice dead, like in the center of the ice, that's that's on you now like right. I, I think mark messier said it years ago like all these kids coming across the ice and they get hit and they're complaining about it mm -hmm. back then they just knew if you're going to go across you're going to meet like stevens or someone right. like that and if you want to take that chance go ahead like right. you know and i nowadays they're just coming across they're flying across like it doesn't matter and 
if the defenseman steps up, sorry, and hits you, then all of a sudden the arms are going up and then. Because I would have been a great, I think I could have made the NHL because I skated with my head down all the time. I, yeah. I, <laughs> like I, I don't want guys going, I, I really don't, I'm really glad that they're stepped in and they're preventing the, the headings and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. But uh, like, what like, did you think about the Shifley hit? When he comes around, around the to tuck it in. I, okay, when he says, oh, I didn't, like, he wanted to hit him. Correct, like he, wanted that. he wanted to kill him. Yes. Whatever, like that. Um, and something you would have done. Yes. Something you would have yes. done. Yes. Never. I, I, I would think, never yeah, do anybody that. would do that. You, especially when you're losing. You get a free shot. I'm taking the free shot. Well, you're losing like that. Yeah. You're frustrated. And you're going to take that hit. I think that, I think he got, okay, if you give him a game, fine. You set a point there. But he got. That was a lot. That was a lot. Like first, that. first offense too. Like not, that, that guy's not well, a dirty hockey player. The one that I like, the, he's not a like a fan. Like I'm not a fan of him playing mm -hmm. whatever is Kadri. I, yeah. I've just never really been a fan of him. Yeah. But that's not to say that he's not a good hockey player. Right. I think mm -hmm. whatever. I think like even his last one there. I know. I know why he got suspended so many times because he was previous whatever. Right. But you also have to remember how fast this game is going. Yeah. When they slow it down step by step by step, you could say, oh, yeah, look at him. He's going to hit him in the head. Go to real life speed. Right. I don't think he had well, a chance. Like slow motion, right? Yeah, I, I don't think he had a chance. He wanted to hit him in the how, Who do you know or how do we know that that guy didn't, like, try he to get out of the way it. for a second and put yeah. his head in the wrong spot? Like, right. I, like, like I, I felt bad for him in that, in that part of it, too, because people, it's a lot easier to sit back on, on a TV screen and just – tap say oh slow motion and say oh look and he he did yeah. this yeah, like you're going frame by frame right? mm -hmm. well even perry on Tavares, like you know like how many times has he done oh i tried to get out of the way whatever mm -hmm. did who who's the no did he try to get out of the way or yeah. did he keep his leg there like you but, don't like but yeah. because he apologized and he's got that dirty track record right you don't yeah. know no but you know like he like everybody said oh you can see it on his face well i can look upset too yeah. No, I know. You know yeah, yeah. And that so, changed that series big right. time. And, and yeah. like I was talking to uh, Nate Grant about that exact uh, play. And he said, if if Perry doesn't jump over him, he doesn't kick him in the head. Yeah, you're right. Right. Yep. So. And how many times, like, like what he did to Ryan Ellis, you know, I tried to get out of the way. But mm -hmm. meanwhile, like, you know, it's. Yeah. It's just well it's the same thing as like you said so defenseman is totally helpless when the puck gets dumped into his corner because now these guys like said the game's so fast they fly and, and even the like the the bruisers they come in and they hammer you yep we, before you used to be able to skate in front of them not not so much hook them but skate in front of them gave their progress yes and, and slow them down instead of them going see i think they should bring yeah you should allow that back yes. yeah like because you, I can make you go around. Yep. You know, but no, now it's interference. Well, they made the game almost so fast that they're actually, that's why they're hurting themselves. Mm -hmm. Yep. That makes, that makes perfect sense. I don't know how you, I don't know how you would change that. I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, and then I did one thing that I can't stand. Sorry. I've actually, now that I'm thinking about it is the sticks. How is it that an 11 year old can shoot the puck a hundred miles an hour? 
you know what I mean? Like that. I'm exaggerating on that. I'm exaggerating that. But like, but then yet you don't see like I have I have three boys. Two of them are out players. I'm an out player, and my son's a goalie. I see the goalie stuff. They're not improving that. Like yeah, they're making it lighter and everything like that. But the mass and everything, you know, there. That's why you see all these NHL goalies going off concussion, concussion, concussion. They can't see the puck. Right. It's so fast. Yeah. Like, and they're just taught uh, how to play the, the that's why the butterfly goalie does that now. Cause I, I, I was always that stand up, stand up, mm-hmm. stand up. Well, now that I have my son playing net, he said, no, we go down on the corner when we can't see it or whatever, you know, you're taught, yep. you take the lower part of the net away and these guys are so good, but you, when you, you, they go like this, you just move your glove. So you took the bottom away. So there you guys are so smart. They have to shoot upstairs. Right. You might not see it, but just react to react it, to react it. to it. Yeah. The thing is though, they shouldn't be allowed to shoot that fast. No, not like you said at 11, but you're also buying a $300 stick. Yeah. But what, what was wrong with our sticks? Nothing. Nothing. They want more goal scores. Yeah. They, they want you more... give those guys the sticks of the old days. Yep. They can like look at those guys. Uh, what's his name was still shooting 100 and something miles an yeah, hour. The, yeah, so they can still shoot it like that, sure. but you wouldn't be able to get that quick bang up right. top. And like, they see, all shoot off the front the foot. Everybody yeah. shoots off their front foot yeah. now. And back in the day, we had to transfer our right, right. right? And then yeah. it's just not mm-hmm. like but you can go full stride and fucking snap one in. And then so then how is that fair to uh? Well, to the team or a goalie, except for that both teams can do it. But right. if you wanted to change something, you could do that. Like, otherwise, the goalies are going to have to start wearing these huge masks because they're going to get concussions right. every single. They will have mm-hmm. to, for sure. Yeah. Now, being that said, I love that fact that my other two kids can shoot that hard. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> the fucking devil's yeah. Yeah, that's funny though. I've been hitting the head a lot, right? But yeah. <laughs> Good doubt. Um, great. So my last question for you is, uh, excuse me, the, the goal scoring song. So take the horn out of the Essex arena when you guys score goals, but they get now, now they blast your song. What would your song have been? My song? <laughs> for the 36, was it 36? I heard it 36 times in the Essex. That, does that include that my stats there? Does that include uh, playoff goals? I don't know. Is it just gives me like an all-time stat for you. We'll have to ask Joe on that one. <laughs> you meant to say his warm-up goals. Yeah. Oh, warm-up, warm-up goal? Oh, I don't know. But you did have one the first year, eh? So you, maybe they did count that one. <laughs> my, I think I'd have more of a song back in the old days. Now I know I know now I'm way down on the list, but I used to always love that Essex penalty to number 27. Sean <laughs> my mom and dad didn't really like that, but uh, yeah, but uh, um, I wouldn't even know. That question I always love simply the best, you know, by Tina Turner. There but, you go. <laughs> there it is. It's the best. I know I'm gonna get hacked on by people listening to that one for that song. I was gonna say we haven't heard that one yet. We've heard some, we've heard <laughs> we've heard a wide variety. I like it a lot. Definitely. Oh, uh, there was one more that I so Jeff Brett was on the show and told us a story about them going. They were going away on a, uh, a road game, and they only had two lines. And he said, "I am not going unless you bring out another line." I can't remember who the coach was. I don't know if it was Donnie. I don't, I don't remember. But he said, I'm not going 
And he's like, could we have beat him with two lines? Absolutely. But we weren't going with two lines. And that was the first time that you, Joe McLeod, and Bruiser got called up. Actually, Joe did because he lost his teeth. Was it was it just Joe? Yeah, just Joe. Oh, he got okay. uh, yeah, he lost his tooth. He came home all the way home on the bus, uh, eating cookies and everything like that. And still to this day, Joe's tooth is all screwed up. However, it uh, broke. He had a false tooth and it broke. And Joe wouldn't go to the dentist, so we had it. We had his mouth open and we fixed it with a hacksaw blade in his kitchen. And a, a neighbor walked in. What are you guys doing? And we're sitting there. We couldn't get the like that blade, like the handle thing. So we had to take it off. So we had the blade and we were filing it down and we cut his tooth. Perfect. It's actually this day. I think it's a pretty good job. Yeah. It's cut <laughs> off. <good. laughs> you fucking bunch of animals. Jeez. Thought, you guys are nuts. You guys are fucking nuts. Jesus. Yeah, other than that, I would just like to say thanks so much for coming on. This, no, this thanks. I know that like if uh if we got our wish the four of us could come on and I know that we'd be sitting here hacking each other up yeah. and then that's when the stories would come up. You know what I mean? like, yeah. That's the plan. It's to get mm. all four of you on. So now you're gonna have to talk to Bruiser that he's gonna come on by himself. Yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, he'll be nervous, he's always shy. Because I, I, I texted him and messaging him and put a cheeseburger here and he'll get him here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, he's, yeah. Gonna say, he's gonna that? say no. He's gonna say, "Oh, well, cheeseburger? How about a Big Mac or quarter pounder with cheese, not a cheese?" <laughs> I'll get done. one for you. Yeah. Tell him yeah. done. That's hilarious. All right, Sean. Thank you so much, man. No, thank you. And there he was, folks. Mr. Sean McCabe. I love hearing hearing those older guys on boat just mocking it up with the boys back in the day i love it love he it. was a fucking beauty i loved every minute of it <laughs> so hopefully we see him around the rank or something this year maybe a little weird about the sky poops but whatever <laughs> yeah that was funny <laughs> that was pretty nuts so big and then have to go up against the uh, town council in Amesburg. yeah jeez <laughs> ex explain what he was doing yeah, that's funny so big shout out to Mr. Sean McCabe, absolute beauty. Um, so you had the, you had a little something on on Yandel in like Philly, right? Like he's pretty pumped about being there, right? Yeah, he's uh, he's very excited about playing in front of uh, Kata Hot. Kata Hot. He's also good yeah. friends with uh, Kevin Hayes, isn't he? Yeah, he is. They're good. I buddies. think I think those guys are good friends, right? All the freaking yeah. Chicklets boys, Scotty's in that yeah. group. Scotty uh, Gomez there. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see him in Philly, man. They're actually going to play him. Like they're not going to scratch him. You know what I mean? Great. So he's. I asked him to come there. Great spot for him. Like, I I don't understand that whatsoever. How how Quinville just let him go? I wanted the wings to grab him. Why wouldn't you? The guy's a stud. Like he would have been nice. Plays every game, man. Mm. Did you see? Uh, I think it was Joseph from the like Lightning there, just crushing poutine out of the oh. Stanley Cup. Did you see that? And he wasn't even sharing. He's crushing it. <laughs> it was a whole cup full of fucking poutine in the Stanley yeah. Cup. It yeah. was awesome. <laughs> that is that is a good idea though. Yeah, no, he's Canadian. Oh yeah. How's she going? 
that, yeah, that was pretty sweet. I'd probably do that too. Then after you get her all cleaned out and then you drink about 65 cases of beer out of it. Like what, what else are you supposed to do? Right. <laughs> Heritage locale, bud. Yeah. Just hook up the thing. We'll just put a tap up there. Just, just keep filling it up. It'd be beautiful. Yeah. Um, you said something about Calgary and Winnipeg that they're going to open up to a full house. I, I just saw uh, Winnipeg. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. From what, what my understanding is, is that they will let you uh, fully, vac- fully vaccinated uh, fans enter the building um, to watch a game full to capacity as long as you've had your two shots. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, if you have uh, a, a negative uh, test, you, you can also... But this is what I don't understand. Like, how many days does it have to be before? Like, does it have to be that day that mm. you'd have to get the test result back? Or it'd probably have to be like within a week of the game or something. I would say because it yeah, usually that's the takes. Thing I don't understand. Because uh... it usually takes like two to three days to get your results from your test. Right. Right. Well, depending on how much you pay, you can pay seven hundred dollars to get it in a fucking minute. Yeah. Well, why would you do that though? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, and we, the, uh... All the staff, all the staff there has to be uh, fully vaccinated if you want to mm. work there, which mm. which only makes sense, right? Because I was watching, um, I was watching, uh, what's it called, uh, Overdrive. And uh, they were talking about, you know, I, I'm getting ready to get on a plane and, uh, you know, he guy walks through the, the metal detector and the metal, metal detector goes off and... Mm. He, he he's like oh okay he's like sorry sir i'm gonna have to pat you down he says no i i don't want you to pat me down it's my right for you not to pat me down and he's like no problem you can't get on this plane if i don't pat you down <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing mm-hmm. right you don't have to get your shot but you mm-hmm. don't have to go into the arena dude so, i i was saying forever like when people and i said I'm like, it's going to be a matter of time and it's going to be associated to your passport. Like that's how you're going to be able to travel. That's how you're going to be able to cross the border. That's how you're going to, and people thought I was nuts, man. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. And then now we see that the, you said somebody's actually mandating vaccinations. Who was it? Which, which, which league was it? WHL is mandating uh, vaccinations. See what I mean? Like, it's your choice you don't have to play yeah like i don't know some like like i said i wrote on my like facebook there to some like if you want the shot you get it if you don't then don't but nobody wants to hear your fucking expert fucking opinion on it like you know what i mean like i don't want to hear why you're not getting the vaccine or i don't want to hear you at me why i got the vaccine like you know what i mean just either get it or don't yeah that's it. And I'm not going to, not going to be like, Oh my God, he's not, he, he's, I, I can't talk to him. He's not vaccinated. Like that's not my style. You know what I mean? I'm not that guy. I don't care. Is right. Really what I'm saying. So, well, it's your choice. The, the thing is, is there's going to be people and, and don't make it like, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, if I can't get it or if I don't want it, then I should still be able to go in there. It's like those people that don't wear masks and yeah. it, that do what you want. I don't care. 
I, I've seen a few people in the grocery store with no masks and I'm like, okay, so you have that letter or, you know, you start thinking like, or did you forget it? Cause you know how many times I've gotten out of the car, got to the door and go, fuck. Yeah. And then I looked like that angry gorilla walking through. Yeah, like fuck. Back I've to done my it. Car to go get my fucking mask. I've done it so, a bunch of times too. I'm. I can't wait. Oh. I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> I'm with everybody. I don't want to wear them. No, you know what I mean I don't. I don't either. I don't. I don't. But we have to right now. So and that's yeah. all. We're not going to get into it because I'll fucking. This will be a four-hour podcast of me bitching. <laughs> so we're not going to do that. Ain't nobody so, want that. They, yeah. They've already <laughs> shut it off already. Yeah. <laughs> After McCabe's interview, yeah. fucking they're shutting it off. <laughs> One other thing too, advertisement on freaking jerseys is actually coming into the league in 22-23 season. Well, how how like what do you think on this? How do you feel about this? Haven't we made the game European enough? Like <laughs> It's true. We've taken all the hitting out. You've taken all the fighting out. And, and you know, like, and now we're, now, now, I get you had to do it, you know, with the bell and the, and whatever Rogers and whatever. We're trying to make yeah. the money back, yeah. you know, but okay. So now we're going to have fucking uh, like toilet tissue on the, on the Jersey. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm not crazy about it. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't. I didn't even like it on the helmet. Now, now you want to put enough, it on. Isn't there enough fucking sponsors along the boards? Like, and now they they've even you know like people pay good money, and I don't think it's to be um, to see the game better. I mm. think people pay good money so they can be on TV. Like, how shitty are those seats behind the the uh, penalty box? You can't see in either corner. There's no fucking way, right? That is true. But when somebody goes into the penalty box, you're on camera. Yeah. So now they've taken those things, those those green whatever you call them, and 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 they can run, you know, Scotty's tissues on uh, behind the net. Yeah. You know. So you know so, you, so you only see it on screen. Right. You don't see it at the yeah. arena. Yeah. But you know, like, why would you pay that kind of money to only see it? What? A half of a game maybe even a quarter of a game yeah because the play unless the play is on the other side of the rink in those corners you ain't seeing the game mm-hmm. yeah so, i don't i don't, like but I don't think they give a shit anyways because you look at the beginning of every period those seats are empty mm-hmm. they're in the bar oh yeah well those are the like those are big money for those seats too man i like being up about i don't know 15 rows Right, right, like right at like center ice, 15 rows, maybe a little more up is like the perfect view. You can see everything. I'm more of a, a corner guy. I like, I like the corner, you know, where you can see the length of the ice and, yeah. and in yeah, each where corner. you can see the whole rink, the whole rink. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's when I go to the Spitz games or go to 73s games, like, oh, oh, speaking of which, we got to talk about that. Uh, uh, 73s are opening up their uh, mini camp. Yeah, we're actually going to probably right. slide over there tonight. Yeah, we're going. We're going to check it out. And yeah. Hope. Uh, Let's fucking go, boys. Let's fucking go. It's time, boys. It's time. I'm pumped. It's time. I'm so excited about going up there. So. I want to know who the biggest fucking beauty in the room is. That's that's what I want to know. 
Well, I my understanding is there's like fucking 80 60, beauties. 60 plus kids going out to try out for these mini camps. Mm-hmm. I, think they, these I think they said there was 80 on the website. 80? That's I a, think I saw that too. Yeah, that's a lot of buttes gathering in one place. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> so, wait. I just hope they have a well, they always have a good year, but I mean like I want it to be like just action packed. I want the boys to be buzzing around, fucking snapping it around, hitting, fucking scrapping, sticking up for your teammates. Like that's like I want that action packed, a little bit of everything in it. I'm sure they will. The boys always bring it, but well, and you gotta you gotta love the Essex Arena too because it's a bowl. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not fine. I like I've watched a bunch of games in uh, South Point. Bell River. Yeah. I'm just going to say Bell River because I get them fucking mixed up. South Point and fucking, what's the other one? Leamington. Uh, or is that South, South Point? That's South Point. Oh, Leamington, out. South Point. What in the world? Dash one. <laughs> I, I get those mixed up. Like I yeah. like when I'm over at the Meg Club and all these jackasses are talking about, oh, no, he's he's a he's a 04. He's, a, he's an 02. <laughs> all all like, the dates. I'm trying to fucking do the math for it. I'm like, why don't you just say he's, he's 25 or mm-hmm. he's 30 now? Like, I'd start a start the fourth line opening night. Oh yeah, just get them rolling. <laughs> just get them rolling. This is how the season's going, boys. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, we're spinning, spinning buckets. Right, 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 right off the opening face off. Let's get the crowd going here. Let's go. Let's I'm go. A, Oh yeah, but I'm a nut like that. I would fight two seconds into the first fucking game of the year, get kicked out. Fuck! I hope minicamp starts up like that too. We're gonna find out, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so just so you know, all the boys there with the threes, everybody trying out and everything. We're pumped. We're pumped that hockey's back. We're pumped to watch you guys play this year. So, like well, Rob let's said, say, let's go. Hey, let's, we got to give the shout outs to all, all the all the good teams you know are in this area the wheatleys the amisburgs yeah. the, the, it's time boys the sal vipers the the windsor spitfires mm-hmm. amisburg um who am i forgetting Bell rivers we know they pay their players so whatever <laughs> uh <laughs> and all you minor beauties coming up yeah we'll be we'll looking be... out for you oh yeah we'll be around trust me um so should we get ready to go or what? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. We're going to go watch some hockey. So you guys have a great time. <laughs> so until next week, Aunt Rob signing off. We're out of here. See ya. Peace. Yeah, I can get back.